Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Hello, everyone, and we're back with an all-new episode of Dynasty Football Life. I assume we've been running in syndication last few weeks, reruns, you know, I assume. Uh, how are you guys doing? You guys involved in any scandals or anything lately? I thought we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> something something Houston Texans? <laughs> no, I meant personally, not oh, football. Oh, per- personal you scandals, guys. personal yeah. scandals. I'm doing Guy? this from jail. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to, I like to keep my personal scandals personal. Boring. Speaking of reruns, I've been watching Cheers lately. There's some good uh, sports guys on there. Wade Boggs, remember that? Kevin McHale, Eddie Lebeck. You guys ever watch Cheers? It's a great show. Nor have I heard of yeah. Eddie Lebeck. Uh, I remember him. He was he was a goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't actually real. Like he was a forty uh, year old with a dad bod out of the NHL. Everyone uh, in the 80s up. and 70s had a 40-year-old with a dad bod. <laughs> Just they were 26, 27. Those were the days. Those were exactly... They were tanners, yeah, I used to smoke it. cigarettes in the dressing room between periods to cleanse the I lungs. I think it's funny how they uh, Norm would just drink twelve beers a day and then drive home every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> that wouldn't air today. I don't think. No, <laughs> he had a problem. He did. Uh, he's doing well now, though. That's great. All right, guys, let's get into it again. It's been a while since uh, we've been on the air. Our sincerest apologies. We've uh, been. Um, what have we been doing? Not much, sadly. Um. Jay's growing his beard. My, yeah, yeah, I'm growing my beard. Me- measuring yeah. it every day. Yeah. 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 It's getting long, actually. No, no, that's that's taking up a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, did some online shopping. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you get? Yeah. Something frilly? What'd you get? Uh, g- uh, cat litter, dog treats. Um, okay. I got some new, some new bl- <laughs> some new blinds that I threw t- a month and a half ago and I haven't put up yet. I hope you have windows. <laughs> I, I have windows. <laughs> oh, I have windows, Dave. South facing, too. Oh, nice. Is that good? It gets a little warm in the summer. Is that where you want to have a satellite? I know it's good to live on a certain side for satellites. Does people have satellites still? Is that something I've we do? Seen them. I don't even have. I don't even have television. Mexico. Mexico. Oh, if you live in the country, you might have a satellite. But we, I live in a city. So do you. Same city. You should That's know true. this. I saw a dish growing up. Uh, not me, my buddy, and we was just trying to find porn, and you're just turning it around. It's getting all fuzzy. And... <laughs> well, Dave, I can tell you. you what my... do you do? Jerk off with your buddy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and all of a sudden, you're like, I have to pee. Another. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not how satellites work either, Dave. You don't turn it in the porn direction. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, just, just, I mean, just out of curiosity, which direction is the porn direction? So you got you got to point it at the porn nebula. <laughs> it's right next to the Big Dipper. <laughs> oh, Emmanuel! All right, let's get into football here, folks. Oh yeah, football. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I want to uh, talk satellites more. <laughs> uh, draft pick trades. Let's start off with that. We're going to talk a lot of a lot of free agency, a lot of a lot of movers and shakers. Uh, we're here to get you up to date. Uh, we're right there, right on the field, uh, getting all this information as it comes in. Uh, 49ers. <laughs> That's where Nick is. Acquired. Nick's on the field right now. Yeah, All the, field. the fields. He's tired. Uh, 49ers acquired a third overall pick from the Dolphins for a haul of draft picks. Good worst new haul there, including the 12th overall this year. The Dolphins then turned around and traded the 49ers 12th overall. I'm already lost uh, to the Eagles to move up to the sixth overall. Ty, what does that mean? Is that Rob Peter to pay Paul? What's going on here? Who's getting the 49ers jump up to the third, Ben, right? Yeah, so essentially it ends up the 49ers at the third. The Dolphins will be picking sixth, and the Eagles drop down to 12th with a bunch of other draft picks you know, going around as well. So really what that means is the 49ers are looking to get their quarterback. You yeah. know, th- third overall, I see a lot of people you know, just kind of jump into assume it's Trey Lance. Um, personally, I, I still think Justin Fields has a good chance to go there, but... Yeah, yeah, that's what that means is, you know, the first two picks are set. It's it's going to be Lawrence and Wilson, and the 49ers want to be able to jump up and get a quarterback. So, you know, they paid a pretty steep price to do that. Trey Lance, I don't want your life. Wasn't that Dawson? It was <laughs> that, yeah, I, think, I think it's his line, yeah. Dawson Leary? I don't, 
I don't want your life. It was in that movie. Yeah. Oh, Varsity <laughs> Blues? Varsity Blues. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's not Dawson in everything he's in. He's a real to me, name. Um, to me, yeah, he is. No, he is, yeah. for sure. He's Dawson. He'll always be the crying Dawson Leary to me. He's got a big head. Uh, Massive uh, head. Yes. And he was like 25 when he was in Dawson playing a 13-year-old. That was uh, creepy at best. Uh, so, 49ers move 12. So, yeah, quarterback likely. Um, Dolphins move down to 3-12, to 12, as mentioned, then get 6. Uh, why move up to 6, though? What do they want that 6 uh, apart from 12 to 6? What's that, what's that, what's that going to get them? Well, let's, let's so it's kind of... Kind of odd that they dropped all the way back and then you know decided to climb back into the top six. So to me, that means they must be you know a Kyle Pitts play perhaps. They know he's not falling to twelve, or they want to grab one of the top receivers. So whether it be uh, you know Pitts or Chase, I think they're looking to get you know big offensive option. That's the only thing that really makes sense to me, unless they want to make sure they get a good old line play. Yeah, you know, Suell yeah. might be there or Slater, but. My only thought would be like Suell there at uh, trying to pad that old line a little bit too, and uh, but we could see where it would go there. But they could use a wide receiver in that spot, and that might be a perfect spot for them to get one. Who do the, yeah, who do the Eagles like there. at twelve too? Because I mean, they're not making that That's trade for question. no reason, right? There's obviously the they obviously don't. I mean, with Dallas Goddard, are they? You know, I could see them being out on Kyle Pitts, but uh, what are they going to add at twelve? I think O line potentially. A linebacker? I think, Maybe a I linebacker think O-line's Jake? kind of their, their biggest area of need, really. I mean, they, they have quite a few areas of need. A lot of it's injury-related, but... Yeah, their O-line uh, coming back healthy actually will be in decent shape. It should be, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think the offensive players are really... You know, there, there's definitely no guarantee an offensive player falls to them there. Kyle Pitts is, you know, he's gone, I think, at 6 to Miami. If not, he's gone shortly after that. So for the Eagles to drop down to 12, if you own Dallas Goddard, that's that's a big win for you. Um, wide receivers, maybe a Jalen Waddell or a Smith falls to them. I don't know. I think they'll probably just take, uh, I think the Eagles just know that they wanted to trade down and just take best player available and get more picks. Yeah. I don't think they thought they were going to get a quarterback there that was going to supersede, supersede, um, Hurts, right? So super, super. No. And I think they were right on that. Uh, Philadelphia has a lot of holes and getting more picks can never really hurt there. They need to address a lot of areas. Uh, just to backpedal a little bit too, what Ty was saying with fields there in number three, I think he's the obvious choice too. I know that Trey Lance has been talked about there, but I think they'll end up going with Fields just from the he's got all the upside and all the exciting things that Jimmy G doesn't really represent at this point. And uh, if you're going to swing for the fences, you might as well go for a player like that. I think at three, that's what they were trading up for. Seems reasonable, absolutely. I like it. I like uh, Jalen. Do you guys think Jalen Hurts is is going to really hop, uh, move up in the fantasy draft uh, this year? Well, he can't. He's yes. He was barely yeah. drafted last year. He was yeah. What was he? Day two, he, round two pick, round three pick, yeah. depending on your league. Yeah, I haven't checked the uh, twenty. The, what is uh, it here? The note says twenty three point nine fantasy points per game, which is eighth best. Definite breakout potential there. Yeah, yeah. No, those are the weeks that he started last year. Mm-hmm. I think towards the end of the year, like in the dynasty community, he moved up fairly high. Um, and then throughout the summer with the Eagles, you know, the sixth pick, there was still some potential of them drafting a quarterback there. So mm-hmm. even if you were a Jalen Hurts fan, you know, there's still some worry about what they were yeah. going to do at the position. But now Did you try to sell him high or are you just hang on to him? I'd hang on to him, see what you got. With that rushing yeah. potential, you could have quite a few. Yeah. You know, even if he's not a great NFL quarterback, he's going to work well for fantasy. So as long as he's the starter there, you have a great fantasy asset. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's at his his zenith as far as value goes. If he's a if he's a starter next year and puts up similar numbers to this year, he's he's only going to climb up a little bit more. Yeah, you're right. Like uh, if he starts the first three, four, he's having a great year. Maybe that's the maybe that's the time. Or maybe, uh, or maybe never is the time. Hang on until you die. You know, Clinger. If you're a stage five Clinger, like I am. <laughs> I was gonna say Dave Ryder, die Hilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shake it up this year, fellas. Are you? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll go for some trade offs. Are you okay? finally trading Larry Fitzgerald? No, no, not until <laughs> not he retires. Not until Just coming into his prime. <laughs> Uh, speaking of coming into his prime, let's talk about Kenny Kenny Galladay. Kind of Kenny Gala Knight too. This guy just works twenty four seven. Giants are signing because he has another second job, but he doesn't need one anymore because he just signed a seventy two million dollar deal. No more bagging groceries for him <laughs> for four years. Uh, that's an average of eighteen mil per year. I know it's not, it doesn't work that way. I just felt like doing some math. I'm not going to lie to you. I just wanted to divide something. Uh, I'm, so impre- I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, well, you start with 20 million, Ty, and then you kind of go from there because it's almost <laughs> Un- 80. Unusually competent, Dave. Well done, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is that? That's, that's getting a little crowded for my boy Slayton. Obviously, also Shepard, Ingram, Rudolph. Who's Rudolph? Is that the Minnesota tight end? Yeah, Kyle Rudolph went there as well. Okay, yeah. well, he should be in the pasture. Uh, okay, well, that's fine. Galladay. Uh, John Ross. Um, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, He's so there. What do, you guys, what do you guys think? How does that... Well, how do you feel? Do you think that puts him in a better spot than he was with the Lions? Or uh, equal or worse? Let's go with that. Ooh. Better, equal, or worse? Do you mean better with than the Lions would have been this year? Yes. Yeah. Staff, with Stafford gone and yeah, off they, in town, no, no wide receivers. You know, like, it, you're, you're a Galladay owner, right? Are you happy about this? Um, not me, no. I'm just not happy as a Galladay owner. In I'm general, right you, now, but, uh, I mean, like, like if he stayed, <laughs> just life, you know? if he stayed in Detroit, I wouldn't have been happy. Going to the Giants is not the place I really would have wanted him to go. Dolphins, somewhere you want him? It is, it is immensely crowded there, there, but I do want to, I want to complain that like I think most people are saying it's an issue because Daniel Jones is terrible. I don't know if Dan, Daniel Jones is terrible yet. I, no, I don't. Think you'll get there. there. I, <laughs> I don't think we're there with that yet. I'm not ready to throw him completely out. Like, and you look at what. Um, last year, uh, what was uh, Galladay fourth in contested catch? And then you look at Jones and his accuracy and his deep ball skills last season were actually rated quite high. Uh, I think he's a receiver that could, like, he could help Daniel Jones out. And I think Kenny Galladay, he might not see this explosion, but he'll actually still be pretty darn effective when he's there. Yeah, for sure. I think it's it's good for Daniel Jones. It's it's good for the Giants. But if for Galladay and from a fantasy perspective, I have a hard time seeing him. You know, is anything more than kind of in the wide receiver 20 range for me now, 24 maybe. Yeah, it definitely bumps him down a tier for me. Um, I think, like, this is basically the Daniel Jones experiment here. This is the year where they decide whether or not they're going to keep him or move on and, and draft another quarterback the next year. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of excited to think about, you know, Evan Ingram and, and Kenny Galladay catching balls downfield side by side. The, healthy Saquon and a healthy Saquon. I mean, healthy it hurts Saquon, Slayton yeah. a bit. Shepard still, I think, has the sure. same role, but I think it hurts Slayton a bit. And I think Dave is the one hurt. By I that. think it's. Uh, I think it's time to uh, to let go to move on. And John Ross uh, is a non-factor. Yeah, yeah, John Ross is John Ross. And, yeah, he'll have a couple, you know, bonus, a couple big plays. That group is though. Yeah, they got a nice offense. A, nice offense. They got a very talented offensive group there. If the O line can improve only slightly, even then they could have some success. Okay. But that's a pretty bad O line last year. So I think the Giants are just a bad team that shouldn't have been that bad of a team for the last five or six years. Like they've always had a couple pieces. They've always had a decent offense. So they, eventually, something's got to change. The defense did improve drastically did. last year, so um, you know on that side of the ball they're doing better. It's a, you know we can see what it is. It's going to be fun at least. Making strides, making strides. Yeah. I, I noticed uh, I noticed Marvin Jones and Col- I think I noticed Marvin Jones Jr. and Galladay both in like the top five for contested catches. There. I'm yeah. a little worried about Stafford. As, as he, <laughs> I don't know why are they contested. <laughs> he's thrown into a lot of traffic. I don't know. I'm a little worried because he went to the Rams. So. Dave, it's because he's constantly has pressure on him. Okay, peer or other? Both, both. both yeah. yeah, yeah. Over overbearing father. That's what I've heard. Just never live up to him. <laughs> uh, high standards. Speaking <laughs> of a guy who didn't uh, live up to my standards when I drafted him, it's Corey Davis. Uh, he's gone to the uh, I don't know New York Jets, I believe. Uh, they signed him Winnipeg. to a Winnipeg. He switched sports. Switching sports. <laughs> Never uh, been on skates. Should be fun. Three-year deal. Uh, Thirty. This is getting a little crazy. This guy, thirty-seven million for Corey Davis and a three-year deal. If I fall asleep in the inflation, what year are we in? I don't know. He's he was good high. last year, Dave. Yeah, well, I guess he was okay, but uh, still a lot of money for a guy that hasn't really proven himself. But uh, it's pretty pricey. It is pretty priced. Thank what's, you. Tanner. What's guaranteed of this thirty-seven half million dollar contract, though? Fifty bucks. I think it's fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Still a little rich for my blood. He's also got a few coupons. More on team So um, I don't know. Uh, is Keelan? Uh, sorry, Keelan Cole. Is he also Jets as well? Keelan Cole went there as well. I mean, he's not going to yeah. do a lot for fantasy, but you know, he's a guy with six hundred plus yards last year, so he helps that group. And if you look at the receiver group now, I mean, Corey Davis, they did overpay for him. But you can add Corey Davis, you know, to the group with like Denzel Mims. If Crowder sticks around, Keelan Cole, all of a sudden, you know, that's not a bad wide receiver group. 
And with, you know, Wilson likely coming in at quarterback, the number two pick, you know, that offense could be a little more exciting. It's a lot of B actors, you know, like a lot of B talent. Twenty seven million is guaranteed, too. So that's a uh, that's that's a pretty high. That's a high confidence signing right there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. I mean, he will be the top dog there unless Mims takes a giant leap forward and all of a sudden gets in his way a bit. So we'll see how uh, Davis runs with that. He hasn't had a ton of success being the number one. He usually does a little better being number two option, but uh, we'll see. It's, it's a whole new era for him there. He's got a ton of talent. He's always been super athletic, just never been able to put it together consistently. So, Man, I wish I would have hang on to him, but, you know, I just waited five years and, you know, wasn't patient. Uh, how's that impact on the Titans? That's uh, they were if he was what by the end he was their number one. He was the number two to well AJ Brown when he was out. He was the one. Yeah, so um, they obviously still have AJ. Yeah, the Titans are thin right now, man. So do you think he can be a top five wide receiver AJ in next year? I think he can. Yeah, yeah. I mean Dynasty for me is he's a no brainer top. He might be a top two or three for me in Dynasty for receivers. Mm -hmm. Right now he's yeah he's quite high for me. Um. And next year, yeah, I can see top five because, like, I mean, really, they've brought in, you know, they also lost John U. Smith, yeah. which we'll talk about later. Anthony, Fit- um, Anthony Fir- Firkser could be interesting Firkser. this year, too. He could be a good value tight end, yeah. Um, and Josh Re- Josh Reynolds they brought in, too. Yeah, I see that. Joshy Reynolds comes in there. Um, a $46 million deal, two years. That seems I'm going to fact check that real quick. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a 20, 25 year deal. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, he had fifty two catches for the Rams last year, six hundred eighteen yards. We've we've talked a lot about him. We see the potential he's got, and if he's given the opportunity there uh, to be their number two, he might uh, might be a bit of a sleeper. I think right now he kind of has to be, and he's you know he's kind of he's got that big build, so he can kind of jump in. He can play the slot, he can play outside, so he can jump in. I think he can fill the Corey Davis role fairly well. If you look at the stats last year, it's 52 catches, 618 yards. Um, in 2019, that's basically what Corey Davis did before taking the leap last year with the full season with Tannehill. So Reynolds going from Goff to Tannehill, I mean, that's an upgrade. So, Yeah, yeah, I like, I like that's what I like the most about it, is seeing him with Tannehill, like an accurate, efficient quarterback like that. I think he can use Reynolds pretty effectively. Yeah, give Josh Reynolds a fair chance then. Cool, I'm going to keep my eyes uh, on that. So it might be a buy-low option. Uh, Will Fuller. That's how I feel after I eat. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dolphins signed uh, wide receiver Will Fuller, formerly the Texans, to a one-year contract. Uh, it's a great fit for the Dolphins. They're looking for someone who explosive, who loves to get hurt a little bit here and there. Uh, but how do you feel about him going from Watson to Atua? Atua. Hmm. Mm, yes, yeah, some mixed emotions. I can get. It, this is a this is a year for Tua here. We have to see what he can do. Like it's still pretty early on, and they're still guaranteed. Like they're saying he's going to be their starting quarterback. He only played nine games, I think, last year. Uh, there's still plenty to see with Tua. Um, Will Fuller, I do worry a little bit about you know his blazing speed and having the fact that Tua's arm strength's always been a bit of a question. I don't know if they can utilize that mm, too much. Timing might be off um, there, yeah. but I'm not throwing Tua away like some people are right now. I still think there's plenty of uh, success there to be had. Yeah. I was kind of excited about Fuller initially going to Miami. I thought, you know, it's a good like it's a good landing spot as far as what they need. And he's got a good chance to be the number one. But, you know, with the Dolphins trading back up to six, again, I wonder, you know, if they're bringing in a Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase falls there, then, you know, that's obviously another target he's going to have to contend with. So Is Gesicki still there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Jay, Jay, oh, where, yeah. Do you, Jay where do you put? Um, um, what the fuck are we talking about here? Will Fuller. Fuller. Uh, <laughs> on a wide, on a, rank him as wide a fantasy wide receiver dynasty. Rank him three. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's tough like, to rank, man. He's on a one year con- like, he's on a one year contract with a quarterback with a bunch of question marks. I'm not spending capital on him. If he falls late enough, I don't know how late that's going to be. I haven't done any mocks uh, until after the draft. Especially with the Dolphins, like they have so many picks, like they could draft two, three wide receivers. They already have a pretty deep room too. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what his role will be on this team, especially with Tua. I'm a little concerned. I'm not, like I said, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Tanner. Like, I'm not willing to kind of throw Tua out at this point. But uh, I think they're, they're kind of, looks like they're building up a team around him to give him the best possible chance to succeed. I'd be more excited about Will Fuller if Fitzmagic was still there because he has propensity to sling the ball deep. 
Oh, it's there. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. But Fuller, I can't, so, I can't, I, I can't rank him right now. I, I have yeah, no I fucking clue. Question, I don't know what you're going Dave, on. About. Dave, oh, why, why, why'd you put me in the spot again, Dave? <laughs> this is why we didn't record for a month, you know. <laughs> Making me look Jay, like an Jay, idiot. Jay was on stress leave. That was the scandal. <laughs> Dave putting him on the spot. <laughs> uh, well, let's put Curtis Samuel on the spot here. You'll feel it. Uh, the, um, his ears burning as we discuss him and the signature of him into Washington. Formerly of the Panthers, for those who didn't know, to a three-year, thirty-four point five million contract. Uh, Washington, be mindful of this, has also signed a one quarterback named Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, offensive co- coordinator—I believe that's what OC means, not Orange County. Scott Turner should be able to utilize Samuel's speed and Fitzpatrick' big play ability well. So, does, does this? Uh, Give Samuel some value here in the fantasy world. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think uh, yeah. the short answer. He's one of the one of the few wide receivers that changed teams, and I think actually saw an uptick in mm-hmm. in dynasty value. I like Washington yeah. this year too. I think they're gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Yes. Well, that's one one of the things I say is just something about Riverboat Ron being there and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like now, all of a sudden, every time Washington does something, I think, oh, that's a good idea. Versus before, I just used to shit on it all the time. <laughs> I'm just a little concerned though with Ron Rivera there. I don't think he knows anything about Curtis Samuel or how to utilize him either. <laughs> he's never seen the that's guy true. before. He's he's going blind here, guys. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> There's a reason why they signed him. I think one of the reasons they signed him is Ron Rivera wanted him. Yeah. And Dave so. OC Scott Turner. He's actually from the OC as well. Oh, is he? No. That's a fun fact. Now you're full no. of shit. Uh, he he might be. I yeah. I would have He's from Van Nuys. Hook, line, and sinker. He was on that TV show, the OC, actually. Yeah, that was a great show. I had a friend who watched that. No, I made not. fun of him for it. Even though, <laughs> yeah. even though I watched Young and the Restless. So. That, that was a great show. I had a friend who used to watch it. I made fun of him for it. <laughs> you got to watch Young and the Restless. <laughs> That's going to be a fun uh, year to watch this team, though. Like, I, I'm actually yeah. excited. I mean, I love Terry McLaurin. He's one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL. And I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, just everything about the guy. Just He's he's great. He's hilarious in post-game interviews. He's fun to watch in the field. I'm going to tune in to some Washington football team games this year. Yeah, and they got a great defense, that Lions killer. Like, They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And, and I think this offense is going to work fairly well. They still have to figure out a long-term solution at quarterback. Because, you know, and Fitzmagic owner. is not long-term. And owner. And team name. And owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think um, do you think McLaurin benefits from this or fantasy owners of him uh, from this or do you think kind of works out kind of even? I think McLaurin benefits from having an actual quarterback. Yeah, like Alex yeah, Smith it's, it's was fine really considering he was coming off of like one of the most horrific injuries I've ever seen. Dwayne Haskins was a fucking train wreck. So uh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is great for McLaurin. Like McLaurin was headed towards the ways of Allen Robinson, where he's only going to play with guys that are past their prime and weren't NFL ready. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore for Robinson, right? No, no, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll get to dun, that. Dun, dun. Wait, oh, yeah, that's the quarterback yeah. move there. Um, <laughs> Number uh, one right. quarterback, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Oh, he's great. I don't know why he's so much hate for that guy. He still has it. He just yeah, he's great. was done in Cincinnati and decided he didn't want to really <laughs> and, play and, in Dallas. And then, no, he took the year off, Dave. Never even played in Dallas. Took the year <laughs> off. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're a Dalton <laughs> fan, he did not play. He's he was getting, on vacation. He's broke. He's getting a midlife crisis. Juju Smith-Schuster back to the Steelers. Um, I don't know why this is in free agency. Because <laughs> he was a free um, agent. He was a free agent. Well, he's, he's not anymore. Stop living in the past, guys. Living in the past. Dave, I don't want to burst your bubble, but none of these guys are free agents anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the point of this, this, of this doc here. Yeah. One year, $8 oh million, though. That's a, that's a yeah, bit of a show-me right. contract for him. Yeah. Big time. But he turned out more money. Oh. I don't really get the whole thing. Like, Allegedly. wait, he turned down more money from Baltimore. Wouldn't that have been a better fit for him right or now the in his career? Chiefs? I don't think Baltimore would have been a good fit. I, I, just I thought it maybe would be. No. Like they have they have a need okay. for a wide receiver, but they don't use them. No, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I just I just felt like there's it always seems like there's a perpetual hole there when they're just looking at like Marquise Brown, and then I no. try and think otherwise. I, it seemed like you could at least have some room to succeed there. I just don't. I don't know. I, I think it. I'm, I'm probably just more upset about Claypool and Deontay getting back down a little bit. Just a but. quick question, guys. Is this the time where we talk about that uh, Juju Smith-Schuster being the same age as a lot of people being drafted this year? That's still a thing, right? Yeah, I mean, he's 24, right? So <laughs> exactly. He's, he's still yeah. got a ton of time. Like, I don't like this as a Juju owner no. for this year, but I, I think he no. goes back. He has another decent year. So, I mean, if you look at like what he did last season, you know, it was just the yards were not that high because he was so often used out of the slot for these, you know, little... You know, little flick plays from uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He, he but 
still, you know, at 97 receptions, nine touchdowns. I mean, the guy can fly sometimes. I guess ball, he had like a 97 yard touchdown. I remember. So will he play the slot still got, this year? Almost exclusively yeah. this year. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, he played it almost exclusively this last uh, year. Dave. This past year, mm. yeah. Hopefully this year, you know, he he keeps the slot role to get his targets, but they use him on the outside for some bigger plays as well. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah, nice because you know his road death was about you know among the lowest in the NFL for receivers last year. It just it would just mm. basically run five yards, turn around, and let Ben you know fling it to you. It's as a PPA, I think he's, as an aside there, I, I like to see what Claypool is going to do this year too. Yes. He was pretty exciting on a few plays last year, so yeah. Dante Johnson's he, he's he's an intriguing guy too. Uh, th- th- this team just has so much wide receiver depth. It's it's tough to see, but one injury changes that, right? Like one yep. one injury to Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool, yeah. and Juju's probably out of the slot and running wide sets. And Deontay's been a bit banged up in his yep. run too. Yep. Yeah, he had concussions last year and. Like, I think the way I see it this year is it, it, I think Deontay leads the receivers this year in yards and fantasy points with Juju just a little bit behind. I think it's gonna, going to be one more year before Chase Claypool really breaks out. But I think if you know Juju has a good enough year this year, he's not likely to stay in Pittsburgh. He'll go get take a long-term contract somewhere. So I think it's a good time to buy Chase Claypool a bit lower now. Okay, there's Ty with some Pittsburgh predictions. We'll see oh. if they... Uh pan out um i do want to talk about this next guy marvin jones jr he's not getting any sure uh, less long in the two who the fuck do the lions have for receivers right now oh nobody jay oh. <laughs> hackinson <laughs> yeah heavy. <laughs> who do they have they must have signed oh they still have um what's his nuts uh, oh, no, they, they signed tyrell williams and he's their one right oh, now oh, right yeah. he might be working yeah, yeah. like right. You know, they're picking seventh overall, so you know, maybe they come away with a, a Waddell or a Smith. Oh, they have another guy and his brother or plays for the it's rough. playing for the Giants. I always forget his name. Why is that? It's a short name. Oh It'll guys, guys. They have Brashad Perryman, Tyrell Williams, Danny Amendola. No, is he gone now? Danny Amendola gone? <clears throat> Doesn't matter. It's pretty rough, man. It's pretty rough. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty that's rough. Bad. Like that is that's not NFL. I, I feel like this is this is like the potential guys that you know potential breakouts from five years ago. Yeah, if you're Jared Goff going from the receiving the receivers that he's used to to that room, like fuck, poor guy. Oh, Mohamed Sanu, I think is still there too. I think that's the potential. No, no, he, he uh, Sanu, I think went to San Francisco. Uh, I think we're seeing a potential CFL starting roster next I know. year. Fuck, they could be terrible. Yeah, not even a competitive one. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Uh, well, the Jacksonville Jaguars have made another move on Tuesday, as they reportedly, uh, reportedly, <laughs> we're not sure. Yeah, they, no, uh, they've agreed. It, it's from, good. Uh, Nick it's closed. It's closed. Nick, it's been five are days. You there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wrote Where this you? like I wrote this like a week ago. A lot of this, so, you know, <laughs> it was reported at the time. Is it windy there in Jacksonville? <laughs> I can't hear you there, uh, <laughs> Nick. Okay. Um, they signed Marvin Jones to a two-year, fourteen point five mil deal. That's certainly going to help a long, a young Jags team, Trevor Lawrence. Give him some experience there. And uh, again, he was the highest contested catch rate since 2018 for anyone who had more than 50 targets. As that's where I got this number one. You had Kenny Galladay up there as well. As well. So, uh, actually, uh, so yeah. So Jacksonville, <laughs> who's the number one in Jacksonville? Is it it's uh, Shark? Right? DJ Shark, Shark. and well, maybe Chanel this year. We'll have to see how that works out between Chanel and Shark. Yeah. Still looks shark at this point. Yeah, shark was disappointing last year, so we'll, you know, see how it responds. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence coming to town—that's that's, that's well, huge. Marvin, it's kind of in the same spot as before. We had Galladay and Joe, and now you have Shark at Jones. Look, it might work out even for Jones owners, but uh, and he always seems surprised. But I don't know how much uh, fuel he's got left in the tank to keep putting up those uh, those numbers that show up like five years, like five years ago, right? So. I still, yeah, uh, I still think Marvin Jones can be productive there, but I think more importantly in a real-life perspective, he's a huge help to Trevor Lawrence when he's trying to accommodate there. And you get, like you say, that higher catch rate percentage. You know, like He's going to be there. He's going to be a safe bet for somebody there. You know, I think uh, good for the organization. Mm-hmm. And how about this guy's AJ Green to Arizona? One-year deal, $8 million. So you got a 24-year-old get 24 year old getting eight mil, and now you have a 34 34-year-old getting an eight mil. 
Look good at the end. Uh, oh, sorry. Look, sorry. Didn't look good. Look done. <laughs> <laughs> my, my apologies, listeners. Davis, think about turkey. It looks good. Looks done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you guys? Uh, this guy got some juice left. Uh, is he, uh, how's he helping? No. Is he like, uh, is Fitzgerald still there? Yes. Yep. Okay. So got Fitzgerald, AJ Green. Yeah, it's gonna knock up the average age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to qualify for fucking social security at this point. <laughs> yeah. You guys still got, what, Kirk there, right? And uh, Kirk and Hopkins, Hopkins yeah. yeah. And Hopkins, yeah. yeah. So that's, um, I like it. As it, Again, the kind of Tanner said it's about the Jags, I like that as a kind of a team, having those that experience of combination of, of young, uh, and then you have Hopkins right there in his prime and a couple of uh, experienced fellas. I like that from a team. No, they have a great team. They're going to be exciting to watch, but this, to me, yeah. reeks of, like, doesn't fucking matter. It's, it's a chance for him to potentially, exactly yeah. But, but well, where he's a couple good games. View him as a better wide receiver than Christian Kirk at this point. I don't even know if that's the case. Mm-mm. I don't think it is the case. I, I think Christian Kirk can outperform him on the outside there too. And like, I just think AJ Green's going to kind of keep fading away a bit. And really, it's just it's all hype. Like you said, it's the name. He's not like he's not super old yet as far as wide receivers go. Like he's there's been some 34 year old wide receivers that have still made some noise in the NFL. I don't know if last year it was you know his first year coming back off major injury. There's a potential he's going to be better than he was with rookie Joe Burrow, but oh, I don't know, man. I'm he, he, I might take him at the end of the draft in a startup just for yeah. just for that you know like that kind of that real long shot lottery ticket. But I don't know. Yeah, mm. wouldn't spend too much capital. Um, all right, Patriots make some odd wide receiver signings, so that's and tight end signings and quarterback signings. Yeah, so that's <laughs> Patriots uh, did some fucking weird shit, dude. I feel uh, like Bill got- Belichick's microdosing on LSD or something right now, but instead of microdosing, he's just taking the whole <laughs> fucking sheet. <laughs> he's lost. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, you got Aguilar as a former Raider and an Eagle, as we know. Uh, agreed to a two-year, twenty-two again, two-year. Twenty-two million dollar deal. Jeez, I'm in the wrong biz. Uh, Born. uh, (laughs) He just figured that out now. (laughs) (laughs) Up until now, I thought I made great life decisions. (laughs) Should have been learning how to angular contract. Should have cut those bricks when Dad threw them at me instead of taking them to the side of the head. (laughs) Uh, Any fantasy value for these uh, fuckers? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there has to be one. Yeah. Maybe a bit. Like Julian Edelman is the only guy ahead of them. I mean, Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry are kind of intriguing from time to time. But was Cam Newton going to be the starter there next year? Like, Looks yeah. Like yeah. And they way. got and they got a couple. They got a couple tight ends that are pretty good too. Yeah, and it's still a run for his team. Yeah. Like there's there's not a lot of value to the receiving group. But when you look at that depth chart. Like shit, I guess Aguilar is the number one. Maybe yeah. PPR a little bit of PPR value. He really picked a good year to finally break out. A contract year. Come back this yeah. Season, you know, like, I don't like, think you have so many fantasy, like, Patriots on fantasy teams this year. No, I feel like the Patriots, uh, like, they saw the wide receiver for agent, for agent group, like, oh, it's a good group. The price are going to be super high. 22 million bucks for Aguilar. That'll be fine. We'll sign that right away. And then a day <laughs> or two later, they're looking at these, some of these other contracts coming in. They're like, yeah, sh- we should have waited. Uh, shit. <laughs> we're going to get, like, Whoopsie a hometown days. deal like Juju gave. Pittsburgh, like you know, you, you want a guy of Juju's yeah. caliber to come out of the team he's playing for now into a, an unknown situation. You're going to pay more than that, but damn, eleven million a year almost for yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, how do you guys feel about this signing? Forty-six year old Emmanuel Sanders signs a one-year six million dollar deal with the Bills. Dave, I love it. He's thirty-four. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, I like it as a Bills fan. Yeah. I think it'll help yeah. the team. It's 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 not a fantasy play. No, um, no. you know, we'll still. I'm sure he'll have a contribution at some point. I still expect Gabriel Davis to force his way onto the field. So still an improving you know, team. That's illegal. Yeah, and they lost. <laughs> they lost some experience with, uh, by losing John Brown. They added some more experience by adding Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think it really changes much for the team. No, I think it's like Ty said. It's better for the Bills than it is for fantasy. Yeah. And like Al's going to use him well. He'll have some deep shots to him, and it, it, there'll be some plays there. Uh, Davis is still going to factor in big this year, I think, too. So I, I think it's a great signing for the Bills. So that's why I'm happy about it. But otherwise, I don't know why we should talk about it too much. So because we're Bills fans, Tanner. Yeah, we're Bills fans. That's why John Brown's right, in fine, here too fine. with we'll the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. One year deal could be their number. Uh, could be their number one. Maybe yeah, Henry Ruggs. 
crazy. Well, yeah, I don't see. Yeah. Uh, they made uh, some odd line moves. The Raiders did. I see it noted here. Time. The Raiders yeah. make odd yeah. moves everywhere. They exhaust me. They do. Yeah. Is it the same owner they had back with Marcus Allen? Is he still is the same guy? Yeah. yeah same well, haircut. it's the son. It's yeah. the son. It's the son. Uh, yeah. it same haircut. Same haircuts. Yeah, it's a good looking. It's a good looking family. Yeah. I think they, they both cut their own hair. For sure. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Or cut, or cut each other's, maybe. That's, yeah. Well, it's very simple. They just put a bowl on their head and cut around. <laughs> yeah. I, I always thought they took right. a piece of tape and just taped across their bangs and then cut along the tape. Yeah. Because yeah, then, yeah. that way, no yeah. mess, because then your hair falls down. It's all just tape. I'm going to do that. My tape's halfway up my head now. It's up here. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we, we need a sponsor for this podcast. Keeps. Keep your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that in the Jim um, Jeffries podcast quite a lot. Keeps. <laughs> Darren Waller's going to dominate targets. Sure, why not? He's As amazing. Got. He's great. Oh, so yes. the question that's been posed, Waller or Kittle and Dynasty? Let's be clear about that. Jay, I'll start with you, buddy. Well, after last year, Dave, I, that's a bigger question for me. George Kittle. That's what we're asking. Oh man, I'm still going Kittle. I'm still going Kittle, but I, I don't. I don't think I'd be. I, I think they're closer than they've ever been. And Kittle and Pitts and Pitts and Pitts, Kittle and Pitts. Hey, that's funny. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you think think so. So. <laughs> Some, I think that's. The I think I just found somebody else who's microdosing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's closer for me than it's ever been, but I'm still Kittle. Okay. Hi. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'd still take Kittle. I want to say Waller, but I think, you know, come push comes to shove in a draft, it's, it's, it'll still be Kittle, but, but yeah, they're close. That top three, like, you know, with Kelsey in there, and then there's a pretty big drop afterwards. Like, I think Kyle Pitts, you know, hasn't it's, even drafted yeah. yet, might be my number four at this point. Well, Pitts, a lot of the Pitts guys, fuck. <laughs> a lot of the guys, <laughs> I, just that, wanted, that, I just wanted to set you up for that. A lot of the guys that filled out tier two also switched teams, too. Like, Zach Ertz is, is on the decline, and then you got yeah. uh, Hunter Henry. You have, uh, what's the other guy from New England? Johnny, Johnny Smith. Smith yeah. You know, like, you had some guys that uh, they, they kind of filled out your tier two and three that have all kind of switched teams. So, well, point, yeah. the fact that you phrased it as a dynasty question, who's going to be better long term? I'm still going to go with Kittle, but like next year, I think Waller will have be more productive just because of the, really the only person in front of him is Rugs there, and we don't even know what we have. John Brown, current. John Brown, Tanner, John Brown. Yeah, Brown. I don't expect him to play a full season either. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders targeted wide receivers on just 43.4 percent of their pass attempts in 2020. Yeah. That's that's kind of nuts. They also lost two O line members, like key O line yes. members. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. I really yeah. don't have. They, they actually had a pretty good O line last year. I don't know why they decided that's what we're gonna we're gonna break apart. Yeah, the right. Operation Destiny. Yeah, they lost uh, <laughs> Gabe Jackson, Rodney Hudson, and Trent Brown. Yeah, and Rodney Hudson is a key Hudson figure. is the biggest one. Gabe for Jackson sure. was declining a little bit, but uh, regardless, yeah, the point is that these people have played next to each other. Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson too have played next to each other for seasons and seasons, and like now you're gonna yeah. shuffle that around. Everyone has to get used to each other again. It just makes the quarterback's job that much harder. Here's a great stat for Rodney Hudson. Allowed only three sacks and six quarterback hits since 2015. Yeah, that's that's good. And and here's the thing. He hasn't been injured since 2016, so that's pretty fucking impressive. It is impressive. He he actually played as a a, a player on the field and and only allowed that. That's that's incredible. what's What's his situation? Is he... Reagent or uh, Rodney design? Hudson is uh, how old is he? Casey, no, he's Just drafted KC. Who the fuck's he playing for now? He's a Libra. He's a Libra. <laughs> His well, favorite cool. fruit, dragon Drag- fruit. Oh, dragon fruit's quite tasty. Oh, wow. yeah, tasty. Uh, Arizona. Yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals traded. Cardinals. I think the Cardinals have a good shot at uh, making the Super Bowl this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. They do have a good have a team. team. It's a good looking yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah, they JJ. made some good acquisitions. Uh, and J.J. Watt's still good. I don't. People are kind of down on him just because he's not one of the best players in the world anymore, but he's still fucking good. Oh, he's still good. Um, speaking of who's not good, um, I'm really glad I stayed away from these shares years ago. Aaron Jones not and Chris Carson? Two, no, two years ago. Oh, no, I moved ahead. I'll go back to... Uh, no, I'm on to... No, you're right. I'm, I'll get back to those guys. Kenyon Drake is oh, who okay. I was, I was going to say. Since yeah. we're talking about the Raiders, I'll get back to Aaron oh, gotcha, Jones. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. To me, I don't know. Kenyon Drake. Uh, I mean, I don't... Jacob's there. I got a lot to say about the yeah Drake and uh, and Jacobs. That sucks. That is a terrible. That was a terrible signing. If you're a Josh Jacobs owner, yeah. Like I really don't know, you know, where to even <laughs> put him anymore. I don't know if I don't know if he's even a top twelve running back for me right now. 
So I think the reason they bring in someone like Drake is either they don't trust him in passing game or they're worried about some injuries. And for Kenyon Drake, that just that kills his value. Yeah. Like it's it's almost gone now. Yeah. Uh, it's but, it's, uh, it's yeah. a net it's a net negative for both players. And I gotta wonder Big I gotta time. wonder the Raiders thinking like, oh man, Josh Jacobs looking pretty good. Like we want to keep this guy, but do we really want to pay him like max running back money in like two more years? Or do we just fuck his value entirely and sign a, a decent running back to to steal some of his touches and, and bring his value down? So I got to feel bad for these running backs that, uh, you know, only really have one or two chances to earn that big payday on like wide receivers and quarterbacks. So this is uh, definitely a negative for Josh Jacobs. It's a somber moment it we're is. having here. I'll put some funeral it's... music in the background. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get back to some more cheery stuff with Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. Both stay I should out. say put. put. Okay, stay out. <laughs> Why are they out? Okay, they're not Chris Carson die. will probably be out at some point in the season. Yes, you're not wrong there. <laughs> uh, so okay so yeah so that's great for i think that's great for aaron jones owners i think that's uh okay for chris cass you know and it's uh assuming they didn't bring anybody in like they just like the raiders did no i think for uh for carson that was kind of best case scenario goes back to seattle i, I don't know that he's ever you know a top 10 you know top eight running back again at this point but i think it's good value for him to hold steady and aaron jones i mean yeah, he's a first round pick again he's sat there jamal williams out of the way you know, which we'll talk about. So, are we still trading? Are we still are we still trading Aaron Jones? Ty, are we done with trading him? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm off the, the trading so, Aaron Jones. At this point, we could say that Aaron Jones is a buy. Uh, okay. Well, you know, he's getting a little he's getting a little older here. He might get some good value. <laughs> it's the time his to move him. His value, his value is very high for anyone who's yeah. We were so, we were selling Aaron Jones high for, two years for anyone who's listening now, for the first no. or second time here. We 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 try we've tried to sell Aaron Jones sixty seven thousand times, based on the fact that he, well you know they just drafted a running back. Oh well, they got Jamal Williams. Oh, you got uh, who's the guy that drafted last year? Oh well, you know he can't keep. He, he, there's no yeah, way he could he could, could he could continue the success. But no, he's just good. Aaron Jones is good, yeah, 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 and good. I'm glad he's, he's still there. Fit. He deserves it. I think I started. It's to touch a bit upon uh, Chris Carson there too. The uh, they were looking at Leonard Fournette pretty aggressively, and uh, that didn't end up turning out. Fournette went back to the Bucks, and Carson's still there. So I looked at someone aggressively once; didn't turn out great. <laughs> Anyways, um, Fournette stays in Tampa Bay. Yes, right. Uh, how's, how's that? Keeping the, keeping that the good? band together. You think he's gonna f- take this opportunity to? Step up. Oh, we still got Ronald Jones there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he Fournette usurped Jones at the end of last year, and I think that's how it's you know going to going to continue to play out. They'll eat into each other's value for sure. Yeah, so but I think you know Fournette's he's the guy there as a Fournette owner. I think you know his value right now is higher than it was oh, sure. when he was Absolutely. cut when he was cut last year for sure. So it's not a terrible thing, but you know he's he's you know he's not someone you want to count on. You know, week to week in fantasy, he's a you know flex play RB two. If you bought him low, uh, which probably a lot of people may Yeah, have, but, some people uh, might have, for sure. But, uh, speaking of, um, no, just to speak of Jamal Williams, uh, Lions sign running backs, Jamal, I said running backs, sorry, because there's always two Williamses, uh, Jamal Williams, formerly of the Packers, to a two-year, $7.5 million contract. Okay, uh, so what's going on in that backfield now? Obviously, we got DeAndre Swift. Now, obviously, Jamal Williams didn't hurt Aaron Jones. Right, yep. uh, but what's going on in that backfield? I know there's some other, might be another body in there too. Uh, Am I missing something? I don't think that impacts DeAndre Swift though. That's backup money. That's backup yeah. running back money. Jamal Williams might take That's a few carries cash. here and there, but if you look at the way DeAndre Swift was used under the Matt Patricia regime, it can't be worse for him. Like he was the he was easily the best running back there last year and was not given the yeah. it was never given the reins. I think he salvaged the year though, fantasy wise. He was great. He was There's to, nothing uh, wrong with him, man. They just they just kept going back and back and back to Adrian Peterson and who else was there? Fuck, I don't remember. I, I'm salty about that one. This, yeah, there's one other dude there. So, I think getting in the end, he got a fair number of touchdowns. I think that which saved his uh, fantasy last year, making up for the kind of the lack of touches or usage. See, I don't think it. Uh, Jamal Williams, you know, necessarily sinks uh, DeAndre Swift or anything like that. But I do think it's it's a bit more of a hit than I like, just because they do play a similar role. And Jamal Williams is great in pass protection. He'll get on the field. Coaches like him. He doesn't fumble. And he's kind of like a you know, a DeAndre Swift light. He's not as good, that's for sure. But he plays a, a bit of a similar role. So I think, you know, you a 65-35 split 
know, that could happen. But either way, that's still better than what Swift saw last hey, year. Carry on Johnson. So you're still, still see him ascend. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a... Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, you have to hope that Swift gained a little bit of trust last year, too, and he might still get it from like more touches from that area, too. But William, you're right. Ty Williams is a much more effective backup to add there. Uh, we'll see where things go. All right. Speaking of a former San Francisco 49er, Carlos Hyde goes to Jacksonville. That's in Florida. Uh, last uh, season, James Robinson had a 96% team RB rush share. That's a lot. Carlos Hyde isn't going to be a fantasy asset, but how will this addition impact JR? That's the question we have here. Um, do you guys have the uh, answer? <laughs> if not, we can move on. Ty's got something to say. Yeah, no, I think... Uh... Nope, you know, time's up. <laughs> I think James Robinson, he saw a ridiculous percent of the carries 96%, last year. 96%, yeah. <laughs> Like That's just way too much rush there. So we knew someone was gonna, going to come in. I think a lot of people thought the Jaguars have a ton of draft picks. You know, maybe they you know, select one of these good mid-round running backs. So I think if you're a Robinson owner, you have to love Carlos Hyde going to Jacksonville. Because mm-hmm. he will be a competent enough backup, but he's not taking... There's no way he's taking the reins from James Robinson. This will still be his backfield. So yeah, it's a good I, signing for Robinson. I, I agree with you on that. And I, I think it touches upon the previous comment, like talking about Jamal Williams going to Andre Swift. That's a much more effective running back to have some take away some share versus having Carlos Hyde in town. So Do you guys think Jacksonville make the playoffs next year with what they've kind of the moves they make in the draft? Uh, no? Not, not next the year. The defense but... isn't strong enough? They have a lot of holes. They have a lot of draft picks, yeah. though. But it's going to take some time for, you know, some of these third and fourth round guys to to pan out if they do. Yeah. But you know, they might be heading in the right direction. That's been a really incompetently run franchise for several yeah, maybe years. They, maybe they see a bigger picture, though, Ty. Yeah. Maybe, they, yeah. they, they maybe. we'll see how the Urban Meyer uh, era goes. But Trevor Lawrence is a great way to start that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, could start worse ways. Uh, like Philip Lindsay, for instance. Um, Philip Lindsay signs a one year deal with the Texans. Uh, he'll likely be behind uh, David Johnson, um, competing up with, a, this is mean, washed up. That's not very nice, Ty. Did you write that, Mark Ingram? Washed up? There, there's your uh, Dave yeah. has shares in this person quote. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't. I'm glad I don't, I, but I didn't realize. Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, oh, you do have, you have shares? A share. That's more than I want in Mark Ingram right now. So. That's one too many. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you, anybody really wants any of these guys. I don't know what you want off the Texans right now. It's that's it's not a lot though. Um, yeah. Oh, they're, they're tight end. No, 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 no. no. I don't know. I don't... Philip Lindsay might be behind David Johnson, but it wouldn't take him long to catch up these days. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ingram would be you know, five yards behind both of them. But <laughs> yeah, I think the impact w- w- was more of on Melvin Gordon on the Broncos side. Uh, is this give him one good last good hurrah at the uh, RB position where he can really be a fantasy impact for teams? I think as of right now, you have to you have to kind of think so because he would be the, the top dog on the Broncos. Um, there's still a couple of agents out there like James Conner hasn't signed yet. Mm-hmm. They bring someone like that in that kind of hurts. Um, or if they draft a running back, but if they go in right now with Melvin Gordon as the lead guy, I mean you're looking at probably still you know back end RB one. In the five games without Lindsay last year, he was a PPR RB16. So you're not looking at the Melvin Gordon that we knew from the Chargers. But, you know, it, it could help his value for sure. He is always somebody that has thrived on getting as many touches as possible, too. He needs to have those touches to be effective. So, I mean, getting Lindsay out of the way can't hurt him, right? But, like as Ty said, if they, Connor is another, is a name to mention there, too. But if they bring somebody else in, that could just be the same situation again. But uh, as it stands right now, it looks like his room. So. Good. I hope uh, I do have a couple shares in him, so I hope that is the case. Can, can you guys hear me again? Okay, yeah. good. My yeah. audio DAC just kind of stopped working for a second to reset what? it. I missed oh, out my James sorry. Robinson rant. Okay! Did you guys cover him? Did you guys now? cover him? Well, I knew uh, it was coming, so I muted you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we talked about it, but we quickly moved on to Philip Lindsay because he's much more interesting. Okay, um, good, good. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just worried about James Robinson. I think he's going to be overvalued this year because Carlos Hyde is going to impact his 96% team running back share. That, like, what are you thinking? 60-40, 50-50, 55-45, 47 Well, if it's, not, if it's 48, not 90 50. plus, that's how he 
thought his, I mean, he's a good running back, but a lot of his success came from having the entire backfield to himself. Yeah. And I don't think um, Carlos Hyde is going to be any part of the reason as to why. I just actually think James Robinson's going to take a bit of a step mm-hmm. back next year, considering where he's probably going to be drafted off the height I, mean, I see that he's had. But nobody likes Carlos Hyde, but he's been serviceable for the past three seasons. He's not a bad running back. He's just not a good running back. He's the boring, most boring yeah. running. He's he is the Dave Hilson of running backs. <laughs> hey, you got yeah. it. You got it, buddy. Sorry. Are you talking his his personality or his hosting? Both. Yeah. Actually, no, no. Never mind. Check those. Yeah. I'm confused though. Aren't you trying to sell us on the fact that Carlos Hyde's going to be effective? No, I think Carlos Hyde's just going to eat into his share. He's going to he eat just, into his share to the point where James Tanner. Robinson is going to be slightly disappointing if you draft him too high. Okay. Too high, yes, for sure. Well, I agree with you, actually. My name, his name, were disappointing. Sounds right. Okay. Straight up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, tight end. This is an interesting one. I didn't realize this, but then again, I'm an idiot. Uh, tight ends, Jonu Smith and Hunter Hentry. <laughs> Hunter Hentry. Hunter, Hunter Hentry. Aren't you glad my mic's working again, Dave? <laughs> Uh, join the Patriots. Are, are they trying to do something that they did back with uh, Hernandez and Gronk here? Are they trying to Oof. relive the glory? Oof. Glory Oof. days. This is this uh, this is a bit of a uh, a budget version of the uh, Gronkowski. Is and, it though? Is well, it? I mean, I don't think either of them are murderers, so at least they don't have the Hernandez part covered. That's but. something. That's something. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't. You know, yeah. football. Don't possibly. pigeonhole them. Yeah, <laughs> they can be good at don't limit things. don't limit Hunter's <laughs> potential. It's in his name for Christ's sake. I mean, yeah, Hunter. Oh, uh, I just honestly think this is Bill Belichick's ego checking in again. I think he thinks he can run a two tight end system, dominate with it again. Who cares who his wide receivers are? Because really, we talked about this. But uh, I don't know. It's one of them is going to be okay. I think one of them will have some success. The other one won't. And I can't even tell you which one I think that'll be at this point. All I can say yeah. is as a Toronto and Buffalo area sports fan. Fuck Boston. I hope all your teams suck. Yeah. Because they're always better than we are. Always. Finally turned the top. Actually, they used to talk about the Patriots in the, uh, the, the, the sitcom called Cheers. And yada, yada, yada. Talk about, there's a great scene where they're talking about who they drafted and coach it. Anyway, if anyone was wondering out, what we were up TV. to in the past month and a half, Dave apparently has just watched yeah. Cheers. Dave's I watching Cheers. <laughs> That's what I've been doing a lot. I just want I just want one episode where Cheers or Dawson's Creek doesn't come up. But well, I I can I can't I can promise you I will never talk about Dawson's Creek again unless well you did earlier today. Well, unless unless we referenced Dawson's Creek at least five or six times at this third or fourth time. Yeah, (laughs) I I think you referenced Pacey fucking the teacher a couple times. Dawson crying. Dawson's crying. But yeah, just uh, just to touch on Smith and Hunter Henry, like I I think it will be a good signing for the Patriots. I think they will be able to utilize them fairly well. But for fantasy, it just sucks. Does it make like, somebody on the Patriots at least have some fantasy value? Maybe once they decide who which one will be the more? I think they just split it. I think they end up like there'll be oh. games where John who has a great game, yeah. but then the next week it'll be Henry. It, the Patriots, you know, they do this to fantasy owners with running backs, with wide receivers. Yeah. Now we don't even know who the tight end is. They're just making fantasy worse. The Patriots. Really, yeah. And to have two tight ends that are you know, top 10, that's really rare over the past 12 years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only happened twice to have a team of two top uh, 10 tight ends. It was the Eagles in 2019 and then New England in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> is that going to happen again? No. I doubt it. No. And I think you touched upon it there, Ty. Like, it's it's just a Patriot way. Like, you're going to take the one position that's not confusing. You've got one starting tight end that's going to yep. play fantasy-wise, and the Patriots decided they're going to gum up the works on that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Gumming up the works. Yeah. As a John U. Smith right, well, and Hunter Henry owner in multiple leagues, I'm willing to listen to offers yeah. now, folks. I'm willing to listen yes. to offers. Me too. They're both on the table. And Jay and I have both been huge John U. Smith supporters, you know, basically since he was drafted by the Titans and he was in the third round. Me and too. when he first signed with the Patriots, I thought, you know, day one of franchise, I was like, Sweet. oh, yeah, this could work. I like this. this then Hunter Henry signed. like, oh, for fuck. I own Henry too. Would you? I think I own the two of them in a two tight end league, actually. Uh, that's got, literally just, just kneecapping yourself. We yeah, should yeah. be upselling them a little more, considering Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry are going to set records. They are the new <laughs> Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. These guys are but great, with, but with fifty percent less murder. <laughs> Get your Hunter Henry here. Um, would it be better to have Jared Cook, who just signed a one-year, six million dollar deal with the Chargers, than either of those two guys? Even though Jared Cook's a little long on the proverbial tooth. 
Um, and, and redraft for next year, I bet Cook finishes ahead of both of them, sure. Yeah, yeah redraft yeah, for sure. Actually, I'm with you on that, too. Would you risk in the Dan- Dynasty, though? Dynasty, Dynasty, I'd pick up Cook. I don't I don't know if I'd trade either one of those guys just with given the ages. Maybe get but, a draft pick, bang, get a second. But, yeah, Jared Cook, I'm willing to invest in. I think, uh, you know, for the Chargers, I think that was a good cheap pickup. Yeah. And, you know, the Chargers use their tight ends. They had, what, a 21.4% target share to their tight ends last year with Justin Herbert. A quarterback, so I think he'll use Cook. I think that's a who's good that? replacement. Kind of off, not really off topic though. But who's the wide receiver core right now in San Diego? What we're looking at, or sorry, LA. Sorry. It, uh, it's it's stayed about the same. Allen, they lost Williams. Keenan no? Allen. Uh, um, well, Tyrell's gone, but Mike Williams still there. Right. Okay. So it's just Al. Yeah. You know. So there's so much room still for uh, targets with going with he- or Herbert there. So I yeah. never had success. Yeah, I definitely. I think he's going to get some targets. Um, I think. I like this next one uh, uh, for who do I like it better for? We got Gerald Everett to Seattle. I like this for, like this for both like players that, that were at the Rams. Yeah, I like this for Higby more because, well, Rams fan. But how do you got more? But I want to know more about Everett because uh, who was uh, Seahawks tight end? They were it's using. Gonna be, it's going to be Will Disley was going to be the yeah um, Olsen, Olsen starter. The guy he still might be. And then, yeah. yeah, that didn't quite pan out for us, did it? That Will Disley, Disley would be fantastic no, for one or two games, and then his his his. <laughs> His his butt yeah. will fall off, and then he won't be able to play anymore. Yeah. The archives on that were pretty big on him. Uh, but they're using who, who for Disley? I know they had Graham, obviously, for a while, but there was something in, in between. Yeah, I missed well, Greg Olson was there last year. Yeah. And, okay, he's a killer. Yeah, yeah, and he's gone now. And So I think Everett's got a good chance to be the number one tight end there, so that's that's not a bad place for him. We've seen him in the past. He could be athletic, um, but splitting time with Tyler Higby was not mm-hmm. ideal for him. Mm-hmm. Um. And for Higby, I mean, this could be good. Yeah. For the last five games of 2019, whenever it was out, like he was a beast. Yeah, I don't think better we'll quarterback? See better quarterback for sure. And Stafford will pass the tight ends. Yeah. You know, we've, seen, we've seen that happen. So I'm far more excited for that side of it, too. I, I want to see what Higby can do there with Stafford in place and like a really good crew going. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited in general for what Stafford can do with that company. Like, he's got a team around him that's actually going to be a little bit fun, I, I feel, for the guy. And I, I think it'll be an enjoyable situation. But Higby's going to be somebody he's going to rely upon pretty heavily. I think both, both these guys are going to get both these guys are going to be better. I don't think, if, unless Disley just, you know, becomes the starting tight end in, in Seattle. I do like Gerald Everett. I really liked him at the Rams. Higby just kept being the guy. But Everett was the guy everyone was super excited about two years ago. Well, just look at those numbers, Higby. 7, 107, 7, 116, 12 for 111, 9 for 104, 8 for 84, and just, just two touchdowns. But, man, he gets a couple more. Yards, man. In the, the yards. He yeah, he got a couple of end zones with those mm-hmm. that's uh you're looking at kittle numbers matt, there. St- matt stafford is uh, i've heard he's slightly better than jared goff slightly i've heard i've I heard know. Look uh, at those, i can't tell you i can't tell you that. jared gorf uh, speaking of awesome quarterbacks jay we have andy dalton is now a bear mm-hmm. uh, that's great news for alan robinson finally he says Oh, yeah, the um, I'm I always get made fun of for handwriting my notes out you know, by when we're doing this, but I've got five pages of notes here, and all I've got on Dalton is no, <laughs> no. I think uh, he's gonna be just fine. Yeah, I mean, honest question to you guys though: Is Andy Dalton the best quarterback that Alan Robinson has played with in the NFL? Easily, I, I, I think the Dalton best Jermaine. quarterback he's played with in the <laughs> NFL was a couple games of Mitch Trubisky. And a couple games of Blake Bortles. Because outside of that, because those guys both had some games in their career, but they were never good. Two each. Andy Dalton is probably the best (laughs) fundamentally safe quarterback he's ever played with. That's depressing. That's kind of sad, yeah. But Trubisky Trubisky sucks, don't get me wrong. But every now and then he would just ball out. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. This is why I didn't want the franchise tag on Robinson, though. I wanted him to have a good shot at signing with somebody that could be like a high-end quarterback and see what he could do because we know he's amazing, too. But Yeah, and I thought Robinson was going to hold out for a little while before signing that tag, but he, he signed it pretty quick. So I guess he saw what the wide receiver market was. One-year franchise tag, wide receiver, it's a good payday. Yeah, Put in another year and then see what's out there. By the time he's 42, he'll have his pick of teams. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck to all those Bears fans out there. I mean, you guys had they your fun happy. back in 1985. <laughs> they, they were not happy with the Dalton. They were they were hoping for like a Russ no. Wilson or a, Desha- Russell or Wilson, a Deshaun yeah. Watson oh, trade before, cool. you know. 
I like the Bears. I've always enjoyed watching the Bears uh, over the years. I like what they've done. Interesting, questionable quarterback kind of decisions over the last 20 oh, years. Jay Cutler was great. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that was sarcasm. Great coach, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What tape are you watching? <laughs> uh, Jim McMahon. Is it Jim McMahon? Yeah, it's definitely a McMahon. He was Vince, apparently colorblind. Vince McMahon. Went on to run the WWE. <laughs> yeah. right. This is a nephew, actually. Um, that's it. All right, fellas. Well, it's been great uh, catching up with you. Uh, we'll be back in six months. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably we'll be less sooner. Next Things are time. heating up now. We'll we'll, we'll record yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Draft draft is next month. I yeah, I love talking. Oh yeah, Dyn- so. Dynasty's so, kind of boring uh, in the doldrums of the off season. The doldrums. Good good word. Yeah. We're yeah. busy. Dave's got cheers to watch. Jason right. beer. Uh, I've been growing. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice beard. Yeah. There's an episode of Cheers where they, where they all grow a beard and turns out Cliff was glued on. Oh, Clavin. <laughs> Classic Clavin. Have you seen his wife in real yeah. life? She's smoking. How old is she? Uh, she's younger. I hope Cliff. so. I was just going to ask. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, unless it's Helen Mirren, I don't think they're the same age. 35. 35-ish. Just to touch on Nick there too, like we, we, he hasn't been around a bit there. If everyone's wondering, he finally got his wish and he was uploaded to Twitter, and that's where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bite. He's no longer a man. He's a bite. <laughs> a bite. He lives in the Twitter sphere. Yeah, we do miss him uh, on the show. Uh, we'll see uh, what he has up to. He's, he's a busy, busy man. He's busy boy. Too cool for us, chumps. All right, guys. Um, anything else you want to add before we uh, sign off here? Nope. <laughs> succinct i like it <laughs> all right guys got the last part out there uh yep. thanks for tuning into this week's episode of dynasty football life program thanks for tuning in god bless and see you next week bye-bye bye bye this is the dynasty football life podcast <laughs> <laughs>